This podcast is brought to you by Link, simply the best way to learn languages. After you listen to the podcast, sign up for a free account at Link, L-I-N-G-Q dot com, and study the full transcript using Link's revolutionary learning tools. Hi, Jill. Hi, Steve. What have you got there? I have a list from Yukiko, one of our long-time loyal linguist members. I think she's been around for a few years. Anyway, okay. uh, Yukiko from Japan. And um, she has provided us with a, a long list of, of topics that I believe come from one of these tests, English tests you can take in Japan. Uh, I forget what she said, Aiken? Is that one? Oh, Aiken. That's Aiken? the Japanese equivalent of, uh, you know, IELTS or okay. TOEFL or whatever. Okay, I think whatever. that's the yep. one that she's thinking of taking. Mm-hmm. Boy, remember. that's a long list. Mm-hmm. So we thought that we would just... Uh, what are some of the... Just to give people an idea, what are some of the subjects there? So there are s- topics such as um, would more severe punishments prevent crimes... What things contribute to a person's quality of life? Uh, Urbanization in Japan, is there a crisis? Uh, Is our pace of life too fast? Hmm. Can terrorism ever be eliminated? I mean, it's a whole range. You know, these are some good questions. We should put them uh, in our in our system for people to use when mm-hmm. they're because yeah. very often people don't know what to write. Well, we or we even do for discussion. have a big yeah. long list. Oh, we do, eh? To choose from in the right mm-hmm. uh, section mm-hmm. if you need a topic, mm-hmm. but uh, certainly these would would be good ones to have in there as sure. well. Yeah. yeah. One thing I should point out, because Jill is sitting on a rubber ball here, a big rubber ball that's about three feet off the ground, occasionally there's a funny noise. It's not a rude noise. <laughs> it's Sorry. Jill moving around on her big rubber ball. I'll try to sit still. No problem. No, no. You, you No problem. It's very good for your back muscles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. good. That's why we have it. We're very health conscious here in the office. All right. Jill, you get to choose. Which one should we talk about? Oh, wow. Um, there's several here that are, are specific to Japan, so I'm gonna, going to steer clear of those, maybe, okay. because sure. uh, you would probably be able to talk about them, but I don't think I'd have much to say. Okay. Uh, so sort of a more general topic would be better, I think. Uh, so something like, oh, we could talk about, is our pace of life too fast? Okay. And we could incorporate the whole double-income family into that. Sure. Um, then let me ask you, is your pace of life too fast? <laughs> uh, sometimes I think so, but I get bored as well. So mm-hmm. I have to say I used to... Year, a few years ago, I would go home from whether it was university or work... And basically go home at the end of the day and sit there and, I don't know, watch TV for hours on end or Mm -hmm. whatever I did. Not much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now since being with Chris, who is such an active person, it's been great for me because I exercise regularly. I do things and and it's so much better. I feel so much better Mm -hmm. and I look forward to it and I need it if I go more than a couple days without getting some sort of exercise, I mm-hmm. just don't feel good, and I start to feel crabby and anxious. And We notice it, the <laughs> Yeah. No, we don't. So, um, I think sometimes I feel like I'm always running, always running from work t- to the gym, to making dinner, and so some nights it's 
eight, nine o'clock at night before I sit down. And so I don't do that every night of the week because I do find it is a, a bit exhausting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get worn out, and then I just want a night where I do nothing. You know, there's a, a quite a well-known book that was written by a Canadian author and, and someone that my son knows. And the book was called In Praise of Slow. And the person who, who wrote that is on my... And my son plays hockey in, in London. You know, he's a professor, as you know, at the University right. of London. But he belongs to this hockey team that has Canadians and Russians and Finns and whatever, various uh, expats and a few Brits that play hockey over there. But this fellow is a journalist, and he wrote this book called In Praise of Slow. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he was talking so much about whether people get enough exercise, but this whole idea that people try to cram more and more things into their day. Well, that's right. But it's hard when you if you work all day and you mm-hmm. want to be healthy, mm-hmm. so you're trying to incorporate exercise, but then there's housework and mm-hmm. there's cooking and there's mm-hmm. uh if you have kids mm-hmm. there's children and and people become very ambitious for their children so mm-hmm. they are driving their children to uh, you know whatever music, it might practice music, and soccer sports, and, <laughs> and so that there's just more and more pressure right to do things whereas in the old days we just let the kids run around right. and amuse themselves um certainly on the internet there are a lot of these self-help life hack Sites, 10 different ways to be more efficient, mm-hmm. uh, five different ways to make more money, uh, and so forth. And, of course, our, our life today is faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, 150 years ago, you didn't have the option of jumping on an airplane or getting on an airplane. You know, right. We use English a little casually here. You don't jump on an airplane, but getting on an airplane and going off, as you and Chris did, you went, you've been to... A number of places. In the last couple of years, yeah, yeah, Central America and China and mm-hmm. places in the States. And, yeah, people just didn't do those things. People stayed home. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's something to be said about that, too. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, at least in, in our society, it's quite common for there to be two uh, parents, both parents working, mm-hmm. so double income homes, which I think gets very stressful, stressful. and um, there wasn't so much of that Mm -hmm. in the past, Mm -hmm. and I think think our lifestyle is too fast-paced in general. People Mm -hmm. seem to not get enough sleep Mm -hmm. and to be stressed out, and I think that's a lot of the reason why people don't always eat very healthfully, because they're they're eating McDonald's on the way to taking their kids to some class that they mm-hmm. had to get to right after work or right after school. And I mean, one example of uh, perhaps uh, a place where people take it a little easier, in a way, is let's say France or even in, in, in Spain. It used to be that people would go home for lunch and take two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And in Spain, they would then have a siesta, apparently, right. and they would sleep until five but of course the the disadvantage of that is that then they're in the office until seven or eight or nine o'clock at night well that's right but so. then i think they stay up later in general there as mm-hmm. well in spain anyway but and i think uh, even in spain they only have 24 hours in a day well yeah exactly so how they all manage to fit this in i don't know, I don't know. part of the, some of the criticism is that uh, that too that some people are too ambitious mm-hmm. so you mentioned women working Mm-hmm. And so now there are people that say that women are so 
professionally ambitious, that therefore they delay having children, which they then sometimes regret, so that they don't have the time to, to you know, just spend time with their with their children. And but then, why shouldn't a woman have a career if she mm -hmm. wants to have a career? Mm -hmm. Or then they, they criticize the men, you know, the high-powered uh, lawyers or executives that are working fifty, sixty, seventy hours and don't have time to spend with their kids. And then all of a sudden the kids are grown up and they, they never really got to spend much time with their father or their mother, yeah. depending on the situation. That's right. And I think that happens quite often now mm -hmm. in our society. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's a tough one. But you know, I wonder if that isn't also part of our tendency just to want to feel guilty all the time. <laughs> uh, I, I, everything I hear indicates that in the old days, certainly the father... He didn't spend any time with the kids. No. If he went out with his cronies playing cards or drinking or whatever they did. Or farming from dawn till dusk or, or doing dusk. whatever, yeah. Whenever I read a biography of someone, right now I'm reading the biography of Stalin. The young <laughs> Stalin. Very interesting. But, I mean, his father was an old drunk and beat him up. But oh, nice. He certainly didn't spend a lot of quality, quality time, time with Stalin. Maybe that's part of the problem. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I think people also have a tendency. Like, this mum you described who's got a job, and she's driving her kids here and there. And while she's doing all of this and cooking, she feels guilty at the same time. Mm -hmm. So she, she's just loading all this pressure too on herself. Too much pressure, Yeah. I wonder sometimes whether the solution isn't just to accept the lifestyle that we have. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Something. I think something's got to give because I think in general people are too stressed out. But can you imagine, uh, say, 150 years ago, it was not uncommon for a mother to have 12, 15 oh, kids. Now, are you telling me that she wasn't busy? Well, and, you know, I think of that too. And I think, okay, fine they weren't driving their kids to different events and weren't doing all these different things. But as you say, six or seven kids or ten kids was very common. Yeah. Just even my my mom is one of seven and my dad is one of six. So mm -hmm. not very far, long ago. And yeah, of course, I I'm mean, sure those mothers... And one is crying yeah. and one is lost. and Sure, you're home, but still, you're <laughs> yeah. very, very busy until yeah. probably late at night before mm -hmm. you get to go to bed, and right. then you're probably up very early in the morning. So it's a different type of busy, but I don't know if it's any if we're really any busier. No. I don't know. I think, I think the important thing, what I try to do, and it's difficult to do, is to just enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm trying to study Russian. I have books that I want to read. I like to get out and get exercise. Now, if I, when I'm studying Russian, I think I should be out running, or when I'm running, I think I should be doing something else. Yes. If you're always feeling guilty that you aren't doing mm -hmm. something else, mm -hmm. then that's not very good. That's a problem, yeah. But if you just enjoy what you're doing... And if you set realistic goals and, okay, I, I want to achieve this today or this week or this month mm -hmm. and it's not totally unattainable that you're just going to feel disheartened or or guilty because you weren't able to achieve it you have to be realistic in what you can achieve i think that's a very important point and so you're far better off to say today i'm going to do two things mm -hmm. and do them rather than to make up a list of 10 things eight of which are carried over from yesterday. That's right. <laughs> and you're not going to get any of them done. And then you're going to feel frustrated and, right. and whatever because I you know. couldn't get them done. So, yeah, I don't know.
there you go. We've talked about the pace of life and how busy we all are. And, and again, we'd be delighted to hear comments from any listeners mm-hmm. with their own uh, experience or, or even if there are other questions that uh, that we can talk about. But I think we've got such a great list here that uh, you It'll can It'll keep us going in. for It'll a while. It'll keep us busy for a while. <laughs> okay. Thanks very much, Jill. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.